What's up? What's up? It's your boy, K Steel. How's everybody doing on this beautiful day? Look, check this out. Got to start off by saying thank you to everybody that tunes in, that shares the podcast, that actually um, I do get the DMs where people are telling me um, there's something in the message that helped them. So I'm loving that, right? But check this out. Let's go ahead and go right in. So I have a question uh, for you. You know, I want to start off by saying I can only take people, some people in doses. What about you? That's my question. Are you the same way? Because sometimes, my goodness, people are toxic. And I don't think they know how toxic they are. You know, I was having a conversation with uh, one of my big brothers and, you know, a a really, really good friend of mine who I call my big brother. And um, when I made that statement to him, he said, my goodness. He said, let's uh, divulge. Let's 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 dive into that. Where did that statement come from? So we had a real good conversation over some pizza. You know what I mean? And uh, so me and my uh, my brother and I were talking and I was telling him how there are times when um, I'm around certain individuals and I can only take them in doses. I can only be around them for a couple of hours because their their way of thinking is so negative and toxic. It's draining. It's like freaking draining, like for real. And I'm like, I know I'm not the only one, right? I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. And he was like, no, I can point out a few people around me. It's the same thing. And I said, it's a sad, sad reality that the people who are toxic, they um, they want to stay that way. Or it's not even that they want to stay that I'll say they want to stay that way. Because to them, it's the normal. To them... Uh, I would hear, uh, uh, I'm being a realist. Well, this is who I am. Accept me who I am. And I'm like, well, all right, it is what it is. And so, you know, let's, let's break down what that toxic, um, what that is actually right for a person being toxic. You know, some people are such uh, pessimists, like where they don't ever see the class, the glass is half full. They always see it as half empty. Um, If you get around certain individuals, if you get around certain black individuals, everything is about the oppressor, the white man. Um, And and I'm not saying there's no validity to some of the things that they're saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that um, you can't allow things um, of what society is doing to that ethnic group or to to whatever the systems are. You can't judge all society based on a few bad apples right so in their mind they're just being a realist everything is negative or the person who cusses too much my goodness every other word is a cuss word lord have mercy cut it out already right um every other word every other word and and to me i think cuss words are just filler words and, and I think people can articulate themselves so much more. Now, check this out before you go off saying, oh, Kendrick, you just being judgmental. No, that's not it. You know, um, because I don't cuss. 
after a while, it feels like, you know, somebody's stabbing my eardrums. If every other word is a cuss word, because we hear cussing all the time, right? The moment you turn on the radio, it's a lot on the radio stations now. The movies got them. Um, family members have them. You may even be a person that, that, that cuss. That's not the issue. The issue is when it's like F this, MF or that in every sentence. I mean, like, come on, man. We can articulate ourselves so much more. Come on, people. Get it together, right? So, um, you know, so that that's that's definitely signs of a toxic person. But I think there's so much more to that. There's reasons why they cuss so much. There's reasons why you may believe that they're being toxic and they want to stay that way. It just sucks to me that the majority of the toxic people that um, I know personally, they want to stay. They'll say things like, well, I'm changing like they get defensive if you bring up anything that seems out of the ordinary that they're doing that's toxic. They'll say, well, I'm not perfect or everybody like I've been (laughs) I've been around some individuals and um, say I point out something. And what I'm pointing out is the fact that, like, I think that, um, yes, it's not going to kill the kids that you're cussing. That's what I grew up around. Um, It's cussing all through the house. Right. And if somebody want to get politically correct, it's cursing. You know, someone is cursing all through the house. Right. Um, But I'm the type of person where I'm like, hey, can we not cuss so much around the children? But we live in a society where that is becoming such a norm. And it sucks because they don't believe that those kids are sponges. The, the, the kids or children, however you want to um, you know, say it. The, the, the kids are so, so much, they're, they're a sponge. And they're going to repeat the same behavior that's emulated in front of them. And so, for example, when I was a kid, uh, my cousins and I would go out and... I, I guess we thought it was cool to cuss because, heck, all the um, all of our our relatives did it. The people around us did it. You know, the the adults. So it made us feel like it was almost cool to be cussing back and forth to each other, right? But the weirdest thing would happen, almost unconsciously, <laughs> right? Uh, our cussing would stop the moment you get near your house. Like you didn't even have to think about it. No other cuss words came out. In other words, what that showed me was even at a young age, we have the power to turn it on and off. And so, um, but some people, uh, and and I'm not going to stay on that for so long, but I'm just saying some people don't know um, how to turn that toxic behavior off. And then they wonder why they don't have a certain amount of friends They wonder why they're feeling stuck in life. They're wondering like they're not feeding the better part of them because those those words is is, are exactly what that is. They're speaking curses over themselves and don't believe it. Yes, it's that deep. You know, I really am a strong believer that words have power. And when you speak those things into the atmosphere, they begin to take shape eventually. And so. If you if you ever look at a toxic person, if if you're able to look at their life, their lifestyle, what they say, what they do, 
you'll know there's some there's some um, emotional emotionally damaged words somewhere at the core of that. There's something that has happened, some some uh, traumatic experiences that has happened that is uh, uh, that have gotten them to that place where everything is toxic. You know, I was having a conversation with one of my little brothers and, and I, you know, call this young man, my brother. And so him and I was talking about life and I just had to tell him, I said, may I be honest? And he was like, go ahead, shoot. I said, um, don't take this as a judgmental thing, but we have been talking forever already, you know, for hours. And I say, um, bro, I said, you, my friend are a pessimist. And he was like, what's that? So I kind of explained it. He's like, nah, I'm just being real. And, it, and then he went on like a little 20 minute rant of why it was uh, okay to feel that way. And I said, uh, when will you look at the cup half full instead of half empty? And so he's like, well, I think, you know, my upbringing and, and he explained why he felt that way. But at the end of the, at the end of it, I said, well, you know, all I'm hearing is excuses, right? And he thought about it. He got quiet. He said, you may, you may be, but I just think <laughs> he says, I'm a conspiracy theorist. And I was like, everything has a conspiracy to it. Like every look at the end of the day, this is what happens. I'm not saying the things that you're saying doesn't have any truth to it. But if you stay in your past, if you stay in those past wounds and hurts of what whatever, whoever it has done some things to you, you're not taking control of your life. You are allowing that old saying, that monkey on your back. You are allowing that that baggage um, that you are carrying to dictate your present and is dictating your future. Right. And I was like, life is too short. You know, time is the currency of the earth. Time is is the one currency that we we literally can't get back. And I see so many people in this toxic state of mind that it bothers me so because they can be so much better and they don't realize all that garbage that they are spewing out of their mouth. And it's not only affecting them, but the people around them. And they wonder why some people, some individuals don't want to be around them or they can only take them in doses, a dose of an hour, a dose of a, a day, a dose of a week. And then they won't see him for a long time. Like me, I'm the type of person. <laughs> this is just me. Um, I do so much to, uh, to 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 pour into my mind, like the positivity, not just being this overly positive person, but I'm feeding my, my mind things that give me life. You know, I love reading books and and I say this in my other podcasts all the time. Like I listen to audiobooks all the time. I listen to my motivational speaking because growing up, imagine someone is being conditioned and programmed to see nothing but negativity to a certain degree. Right. Um, certain times in a month, you know, is going to get worse than, than the beginning. Like the end of the month used to be worse than the beginning. Uh, sometimes in our household, because um, that's when the food would start running low and that's when the money started running low. 
And so, you know, you hear your parents cussing and this, that, and the other, and you're sitting there and you're observing all these things. And it wasn't just in your household. You've seen this everywhere you went because that was the area that, that I lived in, right? So, um, but at the beginning of the month, guess what? Shoot. We eating good. You know, we don't have to eat top ramen if we don't want to. And uh, we don't have to eat fried bologna sandwiches or cornmeal mush. If some of y'all don't know what that is, that's like grits. And if y'all don't know what that is, it's like molto meal. <laughs> Let me break it down for y'all. Right. When our food was super low, we would have to eat this this mush kind of stuff. And it was like sugar, water and butter. And it was like some yellow grits or yellow cornmeal. Uh, or yellow cream of wheat. That's kind of what it was, the texture of it. And so at the beginning of the month, we wasn't like forced to really eat that. But at the end of the month, because of however the money was spent for the household bills or food or partying, whatever the money, wherever the money went, by the end of the month, we're eating the stuff that don't really cost much to really make. Or we're eating, uh, we were eating like food locker type food. So imagine growing up in that atmosphere and it can be very toxic at times. And so if I uh, was to allow that to program me and condition me to see life that way, as always, me as an adult would be so toxic toward people and because that's not always the most pleasant way of living. Now, don't get me wrong. It kept us humble, though. And, and, and we kept food in our belly some way, form of fashion, even if it was a bread honey and peanut butter sandwich you know what i'm talking about oh, that used to be some good eating give me about three of those and i'm straight uh <laughs> don't judge me people don't judge me but growing up in the atmosphere it's it's like um that can be toxic right and and, and if you allow it to stick to you you become this toxic person that repeats that cycle and so you have so many damaged people walking around with this woe is me well my childhood was this way and my you know my family did this to me or whatever and i think what happens in the midst of all of that a toxic person don't take the accountability to say i have a chance to make a difference in my own life as well as those around me and so they become this toxic like dump truck and they they, they use the people around them to be their trash can and it makes them it may make them feel a little a little bit better because it, it it makes them feel like you're on their side. You understand them. You can relate. But that's after they've dumped all that garbage on you. Well, I'm the type of person that I can't allow that to happen for too long. I'm going to notice and hear excuses I'm going to notice and hear the pessimist side of things, the negative side of things. I'm going to hear and notice that you are not changing and you have accepted that as your norm. I'm going to hear uh, uh, people claiming that as this is who they are. And I was like, um, so for me, <clears throat> I can't stay in that frame of mind for too long. Like I'm around so much positivity that when I hear so much cussing or I hear so much negativity, one or two things are going to happen because I love people. I'm going to challenge you in that area, not judge. I promise I can't come from a place of judgment because I got my own flaws. But 
I'm going to challenge people in that area if they are willing to be challenged. If you are willing to have a dialogue, if you want me to be your trash can, guess what? I'm going to challenge that. If you want me to sit and listen to all that, I'm not going to just sit and listen. I'm going to challenge you for the better, hopefully. But on the other hand, I can only take you in doses. So it's draining. I know when I go around certain individuals, I'm only going to give them a certain amount of time. And, and, and that's OK. I'm not upset with myself for doing that because a person who is toxic don't know how to take accountability for where they are right now. A lot of times they'll, they, they, um, what I've noticed, they, they will make excuses of why they behave this way. And then they will give you the guilt trip for saying uh, something positive. And it's like, what? What are you saying? So people, you know, I don't like being a dead horse. Um, but it's okay sometimes to take people in doses. It's okay. Because when you decide to go around certain individuals, as much as you love them, you know what's there. You know. Uh, for example, if you go around family, right? <laughs> I got, I got, look, for me, okay? Um, I love all of my family. I promise no judgment. Um, but I, there, there's only a couple of family members that I can really go around for long periods of time. You know, for, for excuse me, for short periods of time. Because I kind of know what that entails. And it's draining to me. You know, to, to be in dialogue or conversing with cert, certain individuals because of where they are. It, it seems like they're stuck in this place. And sometimes in their mind, they've been that way for so long. I've heard them ask me, like, Ken, how do you change it? And I was like, one day at a time. Start looking at what you think is negative on your plate and start attacking that thing one thing at a time. That's it. And then eventually these things become habit. You know, they say they, it, it you know, I've, I've said this to my relatives um, or friends or whatever, that they say it takes like 21 days to break a habit, right? Um, but it takes like overall, I guess some study out there said anywhere from 60 to 66 days to create a new one, like for, for that new habit to solidify in your, um, in your mind to where it's almost like, like a unconscious thing. It's almost like when your parents, uh, when you go to sleep at night, right? When you were a kid, when you woke up in the morning, your parents told you to do a certain thing and you continue that habit when you're an adult, brush your teeth. I say this all the time, brush your teeth and wash your face. Well, even as an adult, you do it in that order because it's almost like an unconscious thing, like it's a part of you. Right. So changing those negative habits, um, it it um, it starts like one thing at a time. You got to start start looking at your behavior, looking at how people's reactions are when they're around you. Notice that you might not have any friends. Look at your way of thinking, your 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 thought process. You can be super negative in your head. But when you get around people, you put on this facade, take that mask off and look at yourself, look in the mirror and really ask yourself some questions. Am I that toxic person? Um, what am I doing in my life that is that that is, you know, producing life itself, nurturement, you, you know, nourishment. 
Um, so listen, people, I can go on and on and on about this, but I've already felt like I've gone too long. You guys get the picture. And if you are that toxic person, hear me out. If you are that toxic person, it's time to change some things. Put up some sticky notes around the house that has positive messages on it. Um, listen to something more positive. If the music you're listening to is not feeding your spirit the right stuff, get rid of it. Be okay with change. That's the, the, the bulk of it. Be okay with change. Changing for the better. And if you're in a toxic relationship, you need to look at the pros and cons of that. Are you being drained from that relationship? Is it healthy for you? Right. And then the other thing. If you know that you are truly that toxic person, you may have to really uh, um, if it if it's if it's that much of a detriment to you, you may have to get some help because of whatever you're holding on to is eating away at that beautiful thing called life that lives on the inside of you. It's smothering it. So I hope you get the help that you need to release some things so that you can become a more positive person, not only for yourself, because it's healthier, but for your children, if you have them, uh, for your friends, for your coworkers, because all that negativity spews out into the world around you. And then you wonder why you're isolated and secluded because you don't think the world knows who you are or they can't relate. And that's not true. It's just that some people just see that uh, you're stuffing your light, you're, you're, you're smothering your light, and they may, may not want to be around that. So I can only take people in doses and leave some comments. Let me know. Is this you too? If so, hit your boy up. Give me a story. Slide in my DMs and let me know what y'all think. All right, this is your boy K Steel, words of wisdom. And check this out. You can reach me on Kendrick Steel, like standing still. Um, um, Kendrick Steel, Facebook. You can reach me uh, on YouTube. Um, Creative Ambition, C R E A T V A M B I T I O N. Creative Ambition. Same thing with Instagram um, and Twitter, Kendrick Steel or Creative Ambition. Hit your boy up. I would love to hear from you. Peace out.